Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Um, good morning. Here we are on uh, End Times Friday, and uh, it's been a break. Uh, I want to you know, thank everybody for allowing the time for us to have a, a break because of what happened with uh, the past of my daughter, our daughter, Michelle. Um, if you missed yesterday, uh, we did a tribute and shared some uh, stories about the whole process and you know what happened and how God spoke to us about it. And uh, interesting enough, uh, you know, you and I are in the middle of a series um, about uh, believing prayer. Mm-hmm. And um, prayer is way, way different than everybody thinks. And we just got to experience it in a big, big way because, of course, our heart would be, well, God, and particularly since we teach supernatural, know supernatural, understand supernatural, oh, why don't you just heal her? You know, would you, right. would you, would you? You know, and, and but Linda and I understood uh, a deeper level of even everything in life. It's, well, what do you have to say about this? Mm-hmm. And I'll be, I, I shared yesterday um what God said about it and how that was reinforced and and then what happened and, and what we can understand and, and it's it's uh, the hard part of it is um, physically and the physical life because it's not you know I, we talk about finality and and you get hit by that uh, mm-hmm. personally you know that something that that particularly Michelle would have been part of or did uh, you just know, well, physically, she's never going to do that again, you know. And right. that's a that's a, there's a finality about that that hits you. That's hard, you know. It keeps it keeps the grieving, you know. I going. was going to say, and and that will continue to come yeah. in unexpected times. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, we've already talked about holidays, for example, and um, some things we're probably going to do a little bit differently this year, just so that we try to get to a different place. Mm and don't have to go through the the fullness of that grief uh at that moment anyway but um but then uh we're reminded and then I, and i shared this yesterday that um uh actually <laughs> it's a moment mm-hmm. um god reinforced eternity and and the 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 uh wonder beauty and basically think of eternal life is forever and that this this uh, finality of our physical life is really but a moment and hey we'll get to be re, re uh, uh, engaged again uh, not in you know really not too long you know and mm-hmm. uh, so we're you know you you you, pl- you process that because um, you do know something at the same time it's it's uh, very very hard 
to think of that life that was part of your life that particularly children versus you know us because we always thought well of course right. we'll go first you know and uh, when that happens it's it's uh, it's pretty heavy but you know we made it through and we're making it through and uh, it's always now forward and and how do we enjoy mm-hmm. life and God God can still give covenant life and I'll talk I talked yesterday about that covenant life uh, <laughs> some new insight about that so it's pretty cool uh, yeah. that God gave me um, but as we talk about the uh, end times here today uh, and again thank you everybody for giving us the privilege of kind of uh, pushing this a couple of weeks but um, we're going to pick up again the mark of the beast, but I, I want to uh, talk about uh, uh, three or four things that have happened in the last couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. uh, number one is, um, and we've talked about this before, uh, Russia had a, has a pipeline to Europe right? that they supply oil and gas. And... Europe, particularly, you know, countries uh, in uh, Middle Europe, rely Very dependent rely on, on yeah. that on that for their fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and winter's coming, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously they need that fuel. So, two things uh, which we talked about already is that Russia, uh, because of the sanctions that Europe came against them for the uh, Ukrainian war, well, they said, "Oh yeah." Well, then they just reduce the pipeline. They just reduce how mm-hmm. much they're, how they're shipping, um, and say fine. Um, and we and remember we knew what did they do to replace it? They reengaged a new partnership with China. With China. So correct. Russia, and interesting enough, isn't really affected by the fact that that they shut that down. Shut that down. Uh, they didn't shut it completely down. But and this just happened in between you know our our times. The last time we talked was. <laughs> and they and they actually think Russia might have been part of this, but um, the pipeline uh, goes along the uh, uh, eight or the Caspian Sea and the north, what's called the North Sea. Mm-hmm. So north of of Europe, you know, before in between uh, Russia, Europe, and um, uh, Sweden and Norway. Okay. Uh, well, uh, somebody blew it up. Uh, and underwater blew it up, and now they they aren't getting any. Uh, so wow. that they're really in trouble because they can't they can't just easily repair that. And they they knew it was terrorism. They knew it was sabotage. Uh, they're actually you know there's lots. And that's of, the pipeline that goes directly to like Norway, Finland, Sweden, that kind well, of. And, or and, does that uh, actually feed all of that, Europe? That feeds Europe. Is that yeah, particular? It, it, okay. it feeds Europe. So they're they're now uh, you know going to have some difficulty uh, with supply, mm-hmm. um, uh, and because of that, uh, there's actually a uh, forecast just recently mm-hmm. put out, and and again, it has it has some pretty good data to it. Um, we don't know how complete it is, but they're forecasting that there's going to be a lot of uh, individuals in Europe and in, uh, you know, the northern uh, countries that uh, uh, aren't going to be able to afford however they're going to get gas to them. And they're going to wind up, they're saying they could wind up with great famine and great, uh, actually, people freezing to death 
uh, because mm. because they they can't have they won't have any heat, right? And they and it's one of those things that you know okay you know that they need it, but interesting enough they just can't get it there. I mean they there's no solution to this mm-hmm. uh, because of the reliance they had on Russian Russian gas and oil, right? Uh, so anyway we'll we'll we'll, we'll uh, monitor that over the next weeks and months to see uh, what does happen this winter. Uh, and does, you know, does famine, uh, we're going to get into, by the way, uh, we're, we'll go back to and go through the seals. But mm-hmm. one of the seals uh, opening up for the end times is uh, a, a kind of a big time famine and people dying um, mm. around the world because of that. And, and the question will be, in which, which I don't have any uh, insight yet, is is this? But it's something to watch right now. Is this a right piece now. of it? You know, mm-hmm. and is this going to tr- contribute to it? You know, will it be another uh, pandemic? I don't, I don't know yet, but uh, that's what's going to mm-hmm. happen. Um, another thing that happened, and this <laughs> this is interesting. Um, um, I don't know if people remember, but um, when the last presidential election. Um, both member, both Democrats and, and Republicans, of course, you know, Trump, Trump was nominated. But you but you every party goes through a, uh, a process of deciding who the president's going to be. Right. And you go to different states. New Hampshire is one of them. Who their where candidate. Yeah. New Hampshire is one where usually you're first. Iowa, by the way, right. is trying to replace you. But um and and um, hey, we're small but mighty up here. They need to leave it as it is. Um, <laughs> and New Hampshire uh, does it uh, by um, uh, interesting enough. They do it by meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, most states, what they call, do a primary, mm-hmm. and you go to the polls. You vote. They tally the vote. This is who who this state, you know, put forth as the um, uh, person that they'd like to nominate. In New Hampshire, <laughs> uh, and they've done this, you know, I think uh, probably for hundreds and 100, 150 years, but they they gathered, they have um, appointed uh, electors for each party, and they literally gather in a room. That's why they're always first. They gather in a room, and they, they cast their vote, and they determine in the next hour who that nominee is going to be. Uh, and it doesn't go out to the general public. Um, now they supposedly reflect, uh, you know, the general hmm. public. Uh, but it's kind of it's kind of because we do go to the polls for primaries in New Hampshire still. They they do, but they uh, they have a meeting ahead of time uh, with you know who they're going to put forth and all that. So um, uh, it's a pretty pretty clever clever process. Uh, so um, anyway. Uh, in the in the last election, uh, there was a woman called Tulsi Gabbard, uh, mm-hmm. and she was one that we ran for president. Uh, and so, as she as she runs for president, uh, of course, she was defeated, um, but she still uh, was a uh, member of the Democratic Party. And just this week, she quit. And, oh, I saw some press on this. And her yeah. comment was um, I am for democracy Mm -hmm. and what I've seen 
and now experience from the inside is it's being run by a cabal. Hmm. And the cabal is what we've been talking about, uh, is the harlot. That um, it's being, things are being manipulated by a group that is pushing the agenda, like the, the World Economic mm-hmm. Forum, for example. Right, right. One world government. And so they're, they're, they're having people in various parties. And I think, by the way, on both sides of the aisle, Republican and Democrat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that they're pushing. But she said it's now being run by a cabal. And it's not worthy of, of me being because I don't agree with what they're doing, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so she left. Uh, and it doesn't mean what she, you know, I don't think she's going to join the Republican Party. But um, it was just an interesting data point that uh, somebody who is in the know just said, you know, I, I see something. Mm-hmm. And it's different. And what I see is a cabal. And a cabal is a group of people that kind of uh, oversee and run things. Uh of what they want to do with it. Um, so uh, she quit. You know, so that's kind of a big deal to observe and see if more and more and more of the world is economic, she going like independent party or she's just quitting politics altogether? At the moment, she just says, I'm out. Um, mm-hmm. um, and I, it, she didn't even say yet what she wants to do. So uh, we'll find out. But she's a pretty important person that. Um, did something that would did even typically you would think she would kind of do it quietly right you're like yeah you know i don't want to be part of this but she made the comment yeah this is being run by a cabal now and i don't like it uh so it's interesting to see uh you know where that goes and what else is reinforced and and we know the world economic forum by the way uh is out front big time out front right one world government the great reset all these things are getting done uh, the next thing, um, by the way, this is uh, you know now the second week of October. Um, in another two weeks, a little bit over mm-hmm. two weeks, will be the uh, Israel election, mm. uh, November the first. Uh, so we'll keep track of that. Uh, right. At the moment, um, and this is all by polling, which which you can't you know say is for sure anyway, uh, but. Um, Netanyahu and the Likud, what they call the Likud party, mm-hmm. um, if the election were today, the polls say for the first time uh, ever, one party would win the vote. Um, now, that's, that's what they say. Now, let's say it's not yet fully that. Mm-hmm. What it means is he'll be so close that he only needs one other party to have a coalition and then he'll be in power. So his mm. ability to form a government at the moment looks pretty strong. Looks good. That okay. Netanyahu is going to be For bad. Netanyahu again. Yeah, and okay. his party. And, it, and we'll have some more com- mm. comments about that uh, because he's a, um, uh, he's pretty strong on uh, Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he may be a, a believer, a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the one that got uh, Daystar. Right, twenty four seven into Israel. Into Israel. Yes. Uh, he personally did it, uh, and he's really strong on uh, the Bible prescription that God gave them the land, and they're not supposed to give it up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and you know, there's lots of people trying to do a two state solution, and you got to give up the mm-hmm. land and go back right. to the, go back to the uh, forty seven border, not the sixty seven border. 
So it'll be interesting to see how that plays mm-hmm. out and then what changes occur because of it, because he'll, he'll be a different voice in the whole Middle East than what's happened over the last couple of years. So uh, it'll really be interesting. So we'll be uh, playing that out, looking at looking that through. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting things to watch right now, yeah. even and lots of interesting elections going on too. Yeah, and we got that. We got our midterms coming up. You know, what we'll, we'll right. talk. We'll talk a little bit about that and and look at um, you know what what are what's being said about it, but also uh, we'll watch it and then mm-hmm. see what the implications are of that. Because um, right. uh, and by the way, it's it's not about you know, and and one of the things that that you and I try to help people with is don't. <laughs> Don't put politics as your savior. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so it's not either party. It's not somebody, mm-hmm. hey, I can do all that, you know. No, it's, it's uh, Jesus. It's God. There's things happening. And are we, need, we need to be members of the kingdom. Right. Um, and not get so wrapped up in thinking that a party is going to save something. Rather, it's, it's our life with God that he, he does it, you know, and, and can give it to us. So. Uh, we'll be we'll be doing that. Well, we've been uh, talking about the uh, mark of the beast, and I know that's a topic that everybody has interest in. So, if you would again uh, read uh, Revelation, uh, we've kind of gone through this before, but this is Revelation uh, thirteen, mm-hmm. um, eleven through uh, eighteen. Sure. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Yeah. Um, so um, uh, remember the players. Uh, we have the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the dragon, who is Satan. Mm-hmm. And now this introduces and has, we've talked about the false prophet. Um, and the false prophet uh, is someone who is representative because uh, John's terminology here. Mm-hmm. He would say that that prophet is representing as a a spokesman for God or for right. Christ. In or, fact, will be a very credible, a uh, credible voice. Right. 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 Um, so that or seemingly um, credible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they um, uh, have somebody that is would be known respected and and states i'm i'm a believer i'm a christian uh and here's what is true here's the new truth Mm -hmm. uh now he defines it as false and again think about how simple that is for john Mm -hmm. why would he define it as false 
Well, why would who define it as John, false? Why the, would John say that's a false prophet? Oh, well, because he's not not speaking of Christ. Yeah, so it's <laughs> yeah. it's simple that he knows the truth and that, mm-hmm. well, it's it's everybody else sees it as truth and right. he's represented it as truth, but it's false. In other words, it's, mm-hmm. not, of, it's not of God. Um, right. So it's the big flip, what I call the big flip, uh, is that the populace of, a, of the world see this person as a credible representative mm-hmm. of the Christian God and they assume because of that he what he speaks is true right but he's not and again as we go back now into the mark of the beast uh it's kind of significant to understand this because uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be super easy to be able uh to um uh let's say accept what mm-hmm. this guy says because it appears you know to be true uh, okay, so then he says he uh, promotes uh, everybody to take the mark mm-hmm. of the beast, which is 666. Now, John's already talked about this. Right. Uh, he said, I saw it, and I saw it on their forehead, and mm-hmm. I saw it on their wrist. Right. Um, so uh, remember, he's seeing something, and it would be some technology kind of like where he was talking about airplanes. Mm-hmm. He said, I see things going back and forth uh, to what he called to and fro in the world. And he's trying to describe them in terms that he can understand or has context for currently, right. but it may not yeah. make sense fully in that context. Right, right. Yeah. So he um, he obviously didn't call it an airplane. He didn't call it, you know, mm-hmm. he just saw, I see, I see people moving around back to and fro. Um, so when he said the mark of the beast is on the forehead and on the wrist, uh, he's seeing some technology mm-hmm. that is able, because he said, uh, if you have the mark, you can buy and sell. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the mark, you can't buy and sell. Right. Uh, and he said it's something on the forehead. So what I think, and at least this is, remember, uh, this is where we are today, and you know, you know, 25 years from now, it'll be <laughs> probably be something different. Could be different, right? <laughs> uh, but you know, if you put your, if you, if you uh, get on your cell phone, it recognizes your face, mm-hmm. um, called facial recognition. And I think he might have seen. Well, they put it up to the, you know, their face, and he says it must be on their forehead that they can identify it. And a wrist would be some kind of technology, like an mm-hmm. iPhone or, or an iWatch or something that can Apple do it. Apple Watch or something. Now, this is, this is interesting. Um, uh, guess what Amazon just introduced? Oh, what's that? Uh, a, palm, a palm reader. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, so that um, you register your palm with a credit card. Mm-hmm. And now all you have to do is so put, just like a fingerprint almost. It's a fingerprint that sort of thing. And you and you put your you know your hand, and now you don't even need a credit card. It just will do the transaction by your by your hand because uh, oh, you've, con- you've connected electronically and accepted you know the, the terms with it. So mm-hmm. uh, you know the mark the mark of the beast. So um, as you look at that. Um, the false prophet is is encouraging everybody to do it. Um, it's a mark 
that basically says, um, I, I trust the system. Mm-hmm. Um, underneath it all, I am worshiping the system mm-hmm. uh, because it's more, much more important than anything else. Uh, but um, I did it because it allowed me to be economically viable so, um, and, and by the way, the false prophet, and I think this is why this is so pronounced here in Scripture in, in chapter 13, because I think it needs another credibility, point of credibility. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to say, I don't know. Um, right. Are we supposed to do, you know, and, and somebody who is well-respected said, yeah, absolutely, this is good stuff. This is And puts their name behind it. And puts my name behind and it. And basically um, affirms and, it, And the yeah. mark of the beast. Uh, okay, now, this is why the word false is so critical, mm-hmm. uh, is think about, again, the sequence of it. If we take the mark of the beast, mm-hmm. um, by definition, what have we just done? We have just worshipped the beast, essentially. Yeah, yeah we've accepted yeah. false, see? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've accepted the false as true, mm-hmm. uh, which is, by the way, why, it, why it's called a false prophet. Uh, because uh, a prophet appears to be true, but b- behind it, it's not, or mm-hmm. he's not. So um, the mark of the beast is supporting a false system. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the false system? Um, it's headed, uh, remember the tribulation starts, uh, it's one world government mm-hmm. that provides a solution to the, the economic problem right. uh, that one has been world created. Too. Yeah. Uh, like for example, um, uh, and I, I've kind of I've kind of sensed this a little bit, um, COVID, when it happened, by the mm-hmm. way, it happened in lightning speed. Right. And we went to a semi-world government. But when they did it, it went from normal to abnormal. Mm-hmm. It went from going to restaurants to not going to restaurants. It went from going outside your house to not going outside your house. It went going to work to not going to work. Uh, isolation, quarantine, mm-hmm. s- social distance, vaccine, all of this was abnormal. Right. Uh, and by the way, people, even over time, uh, even the most ardent supporters got a little bit weary. Absolutely. Of, uh, Not even a little bit. <laughs> I would like yeah. to get back to normal if I could. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I think there was something observed during that time is when mm-hmm. we go into the tribulation, it's going to be the opposite. Right. That uh, this, the mark will promise a return to normal. To normal. Uh, that mm-hmm. um, I think there'll be things that will be abnormal again. I think it will be oppressive. I think there'll be economic hardship. Like, mm-hmm. for example, uh, what did we just talk about? We talked about the fuel in Europe. Mm-hmm. Part of the problem is that they're so extreme in environmentalism that they've shut off a lot of natural gas and natural things that they even had there right. to be able to, f- to function. I think mm-hmm. when the tribulation comes, I think what's going to happen is I think they'll say, hey, guess what? We've done studies and we found out that natural gas is actually environmentally friendly. So we're mm-hmm. going to go back to that. 
I, I think there'll be a complete return to no, what what we would think of. Oh, we went from abnormal, mm-hmm. and they're offering normal, and everybody's going to say hallelujah. Uh, and by the way, it seems pretty nice, pretty true, right? But because it's false, the ones that that the only ones that won't take it uh, will be what? By the way will be basically the remnant, the ones who are listening to God and asking him for discernment. Because because they'll know what, by the way? Because they'll know the truth from from abiding. Okay, so, so everybody listening, we need to uh, keep thinking this. Um, the system itself, the mark of the beast itself, is headed toward false. Mm-hmm. Is it gonna create problems? Yep, because we're gonna have a dislocation because if we don't take it, we don't get to join the system, and that's the problem. Right. Uh, so we'll talk about that next time. Uh, but um, uh, if we uh, are following God, the neat thing about following God, mm-hmm. if you're walking in the Spirit um, and you're being led by God in the kingdom, you're going to know the truth. That's the cool thing. Mm-hmm. You will you will know the truth. Um, right. And the truth will set you free. And it won't be, in other words, um, and we'll get into this again next time a little bit, but the big question I get is what if I miss it? Mm -hmm. Or how am I going to know? Or it seems like it's going to be good, but maybe not. And, you know, even even certain people were like, is it with the vaccine the mark of the beast? Right. Well, no, uh, it wasn't. Uh, Okay, how do I know that? It didn't usher in one world government Mm -hmm. yet. Uh, I think it was a, a part of, of what's going on. I think it was a bit of desensitization and yeah, testing and but training. It, but it wasn't it. Things, it but. That wasn't it. Um, so we'll talk more about that. Um, uh, and then, by the way, um, you know, you, you had made a comment about the uh, New Hampshire election. I was thinking of two things. One is uh, what they do in New Hampshire. They do have a primary. But what they do uh, is uh, they have a uh, city, a, a notch, uh, that, yes. that they they meet together, uh, and, and they meet only because like seven there's, or there's seven or eight or seven people yeah, in the town, and they just meet them. and vote, and they're the first ones uh, that's that the vote. Very first. Uh, by the way, yeah. uh, Iowa does it like I described it. They do a caucus, so mm-hmm. they get their people together and they vote themselves without the primary. So uh, it's either a caucus or that New Hampshire is a primary state. Yeah, but they'd have this one town. <laughs> That, that always is the is very first, first primary, uh, and they and are. They, it's just a handful of old and they, men. And they, they're, <laughs> they're, they're the ones that meet and, and uh, get the uh, election done. So it's kind of cool. Yep. Uh, so as we as we talk about the uh, uh, the mark of the beast, you know, keep thinking, everybody. Uh, how are we going to know? What do we do about it? And uh, what the con- what are the consequences of us knowing the truth? And what does God promise about that? Because mm-hmm. that's kind of a big, big question. Is that okay? If I know the truth, and the truth is I'm not supposed to follow that, isn't there going to be problems with that? Mm-hmm. And what about that? And is God telling me I guess He gives up on me? You know, and the question is no. Uh, it's all about the truth, the truth, the truth, and we have to really understand it. And this is why, by the way, and we'll talk more about this. You need a community of people to confirm mm-hmm. it. You need people right. around, and we'll we'll universally say 
we see it. We understand it. It's not going to be individual. Right. It'll be a community of people around the world, actually. Right. And again, we've talked about before, um, just to reiterate, you know, knowing people who are trying to figure out if money is counterfeit, don't study all the counterfeits. They study the real thing right. so that when the false occurs, they readily recognize that the false is false. Yep. That's part of what our community of believers will be doing as well, is, is knowing the truth of God's word and knowing it well to be the plum so that anything that it goes against that is recognized readily and through the prompting of the Holy Spirit as false. Right, right. So we'll, uh, uh, we'll process uh, further um, uh, what is, what do we do about it? That's the question, mm -hmm. is how do we recognize it? What do we do about it? Um, and when will we know that we know that we know? Mm -hmm. Because like, you know, for example, you know, my iPhone, my computer, when I turn it on, it recognizes my face and turns it on. Right. Uh, it's a nice safety feature. Uh, however, you know, is that the mark of the beast? No, but it's getting ready for the mark of the beast. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be this interesting thing is which we're so used to technology, which, by the way, we're being desensitized to. Oh, yeah, for is, sure. You know, and and uh, I'll just end it today with this is that, you know, when you get a new update, Mm -hmm. on your iPhone or your uh, Android, what what pops up? Oh, a little alert saying it's time for an update. I'll do it when you're sleeping, basically. And, and you, well, you update it. <laughs> yep. And then what comes on is a new license. Mm -hmm. And you have to accept that license. Mm -hmm. Now, has anybody, I have not known anybody ever still that's ever read that license. Nope. But they accept it. <laughs> Right. Well, they don't even know the stuff that's inside that license. Mm -hmm. uh, and interesting enough, things like Twitter, et cetera, you're starting to accept things like, like for example, uh, PayPal. Mm -hmm. Just put out a new license. I saw that, right. And everybody signs it. If they, don't, if they think you're considered a, what they would call a hate group, which could be just speaking the truth of Scripture, Mm -hmm. They can they can fine you, take your take take your ability to raise money away, and they can fine you. And by the way, everybody that's in that system has signed that agreement because it's buried in the agreement. Right. So we're, we'll, Which, we'll, so we'll talk more about that. Oh, we'll talk about that more yeah. later. But there's some fascinating stuff about all that that transpired recently. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be uh, talking more about that. So uh, we'll get back and uh, you know stay tuned here every Friday for a while. We're going to get into some really. I think very important questions mm -hmm. that we have to answer, uh, and it'll be it'll be fun to do. So we'll uh, be looking at it. So anyway, uh, Kathy, we'll see you uh, uh, Monday, and then uh, continue on with uh, our prayer and get this going uh, next week. So. Right? Yeah. Actually, our our timing as we took this um, this break, the timing is such that Monday will be the beginning of the session on prayer. Oh, good. The study on prayer. So. It's going to be beautiful timing that, that this is lining up. I yeah. think it's really going to be great. So look forward to starting that with everyone on Monday. I think God knows what he's doing, doesn't he? <laughs> he it's amazing he does, yeah. Right? Yeah. All right? All right. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. And we have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you again on you Monday again. as we right. talk about believing prayer. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth.
Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.